Well, our moms think we're funny. Um, I'll see, you haven't... You haven't seen the Joaquin Phoenix Joker either, but uh, people who have seen it know, like, the line, you get what you fucking deserve. Oh, yeah, you told me God, the build-up to that is so good. That entire oh. scene is so fucking beautiful. You were talking about when a person is getting ready, right? Yeah, yeah. First Batman, Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. It's like when Vicki Vale is there in the Batcave, and she's like, you know, are, you know, are we going to try to love each other? And he's like, you know, I'd like to, but he's out there right now. And I got to go to work. And yep, then he shows yep. him like putting on the boots and then the belt. And then that slow like rise up where like his head comes into the light. And As he's pulling the cowl on. Yeah, God, that's like, beautiful. That is, that is like the shit right there. That, yeah, oh. that's that's definitely one of the earlier ones. I, I that, that stuff gets me so fucking pumped. Oh, yeah. That is that is like the best. Uh, oh, man. Because, I mean, that movie, for, first off, the Joker is just he's so fantastic. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, he's um, perfect. And, uh, and I like the, the little callbacks to things too. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, but the, when, when he, I mean, obviously when we see Batman the first time or whatever, and, uh, and, you know, he's, he's got the guy on the roof and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and, and everything. But that, that scene right there, when the music is playing and then oh, next yeah. thing you know, he's taken off in the Batmobile and the leaves are blowing and yeah, stuff. And, yeah. And and that's that's fantastic. And then like everything with the the Joker's little touches, just the little things he says. But one of my favorites is uh, when he first encounters Eckhart, and uh, and he's like, you know, Eckhart, you should think about the future. And he goes, you ain't got no future, Jackie. He goes, you're an A one nut boy, and Grissom knows it. And he pushes him, and Eckhart pulls out his gun, and then Bob's like right over his shoulder <laughs> with the gun to Eckhart. And he goes, see. You can make a good decision when you try. Like <laughs> that is that is awesome right there. Yeah, that is great. That's super great. So yeah, I, I mean that I I love that. I mean that's such a character defining moment. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that it's I I love it. The um, and I tell you, there's a we were talking about when you talk about iRobot. Yep. I, the scene where and I love Sunny. So of course you know Sunny played by Alan Tudyk, who's just absolutely just freaking amazing and stuff um but uh when when sunny is talking to um uh vicky and and he sits there and he says um uh, and he's like you know he breaches his hand through the uh through the barrier to get the the nanites and he goes denser alloy my father gave it to me I think he wanted me to kill you. Like it's just so flat. <laughs> yep, yeah. <laughs> it's so matter of fact that it's just it's beautiful. <laughs> um, we're an hour in, but I think we're rolling. I'm good to make a I'm, I'm good too. Yeah. And I, I, you know, another one is that uh, is in that final scene when Sonny shows up there and he's like, uh, and he's he's like he's like you know it's like you know. Sonny, save the girl. And he's like, but I must apply the anti. So he goes, Sonny, save Calvin. And, and like, for, he's like looking, he's like, you know, and it's that whole thing that Will Smith talked about. It's like, oh, oh, it's got, you know, this, this logic engine or whatever. It's like, whatever is going to be the most thing. But, and he like, just looks, he's like examining, like, which one is a thing to do? Like, yeah, obviously, yeah. you know, to apply the anti's in, but he does, you know, you know, what it says, he trusts him. Like, I, that's, that's, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But, but Sonny's got so many great lines oh, in the movie so, anyway. Yeah, and the first time you see Sonny get mad, and it's like, oh, emotion. <laughs> oh, boy. 
<laughs> it's like, can a robot like create a work of art? Can you? God, that's such a, that's <laughs> such a good response. <laughs> such a good response. And you can tell from Will Smith's face that he's just like, damn it. <laughs> Son of a bitch, I wasn't expecting that answer. <laughs> that's like Will Ferrell's, like, <laughs> like his expression. when it's like, I remember when I had my first beer. <laughs> <laughs> that oh yeah thing. last time I heard that I laughed so hard I almost fell off my dinosaur <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about this whole thing and the other guys when he's like yeah that conversation didn't go the way you expected huh <laughs> no it was a step brothers when you, you see on his face he's about to start crying yeah. and then he shakes his head he's like, <laughs> he shakes his head <laughs> oh yeah that's beautiful oh uh, so, the, um, so speaking of, like, uh, uh, John C. Riley, Yep. I was watching Skull Island the other day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, you know, you're, like, your thing with, like, with the ants and stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> it's such a good line. I, 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 I like, because this, this is, like, just, it really kind of sets the tone, the mood, when he's like, you're a great bunch of guys, bunch of guys to die with. Y'all shouldn't have come here. <laughs> yeah, the, the ant thing is definitely one of my favorite lines, but I also love when he's just talking to the soldiers, like, you know, I, I, I hear somebody talking right now. I don't know if it's you talking or if it's me talking, and the soldier's like, it's you talking. He's like, I'm going to kill you in your sleep. It's <laughs> like, such a kid, so great. <laughs> oh, um, so I mentioned, uh, like, like a really cool scene that I like, um, from Pacific Rim, mm-hmm. but I think for me, a, a get you pump moment in Pacific Rim, because that's a movie I love, the oh, first Pacific Rim. Yeah, it's God, such that, a good movie. It is. I mean, it just is when, um, it's when, you know, when they, uh, when they send, when they send Gypsy a danger out there mm-hmm. and he drops in on the city and, uh, and then the music starts playing. And he just starts like, trud- I love that, that slow trudge. Like, oh yeah. He's, you know, he, obviously he's covering a lot of ground, but he's moving slow. Yep. And yeah. then, um, and then like when they're, when they're, when they're, they get taken up in the air by the, first off, when that one kaiju, all of a sudden, unfolded the wings. I'm like, what oh, the yeah. fuck? <laughs> yeah. And then they, and then they, they start to, uh, and then they, he starts carrying him up into the air, and he's like, we're stuck, and she's, and she's like, no. And then all of a sudden, it's like, sword, and then the sword comes out like, oh, that's the shit. Yeah, it's <laughs> oh man, that's God. I love Pacific Rim. That's, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's badass. I really like Pac Rim. Um. Probably my favorite moment is actually the very ending with Ron Perlman. He like cuts his way out of the kaiju and he's like, "Where's my goddamn shoe?" <laughs> that, that that's a good one. Too bad this the second one was just ugh, lackluster. I still haven't seen the second one, but I heard it wasn't super good. Nah, it it, it could have been so much better. But that's what happens when Guillermo del Toro is not not like at the helm of it all. Right, but, right. Um, but yeah, like it's ugh. they it, um. Yeah, it's it it's 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 not as good as it should as it could have been because it yeah it, it it just wasn't. But man, oh that first one like just when the music kicks in, you see Gypsy just moving and yeah, yeah. is 
Uh, it, it's, it, oh man, especially when they're, when they're fighting in the city. Mm-hmm. And, uh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, oh, when Gypsy picks up the tanker. Mm-hmm. And it's holding it like a sword. Oh, and he's yeah, dragging it yeah. on the ground behind him. And he picks it up and likes holding it above it. That's all. That's badass, right yeah, there. I love that's that really shit. Good. That is really good. You know, it has some surprisingly good badass moments. Are the uh, the Narnia movies of all things? It's like um, in the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, the big battle between the two armies. Mm-hmm. Really, really solid. Um, I, I forget. Have you seen? Have you seen those? Um, I have. Um, I've only seen the first one. I've, okay. only, seen, I've only seen the first one. Um, um, the first one's definitely the best. Um, I've seen the first and second. I still have not seen the third. I don't really intend on seeing it. Um, the second one has a lot of flaws, but uh, but like what I love about the big battle between the armies in the first one is that the soundtrack goes totally silent as they're charging to each other. So it was just, like, dead silence except for, like, you hear heartbeats. And then when the two armies clash, that's when the sound kicks back in. That's cool. So it's just, like, metal slamming and people screaming. And this, it's it's beautiful. The way they the way they edit it is just spectacular. Oh, man. Um, I, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of some other... Because, I mean... There, there are a lot of movies because you know we there's a lot of movies that have just such great scenes and like mm-hmm. I they have like incredible beautiful scenes in them. Yep. yep. But I'm trying to think of something that, that really just kind of like they really just get like the the blood pump like like oh yeah like some shit's about to go down here and I can't wait for it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I've got I've got one. Okay, um, go ahead. Old boy. After after the hallway fight. Oh yeah. That that little moment because like the hallway fight's already totally beautiful. Like, you have that moment where he, like, gets stabbed, and he keeps fighting. Yeah. And then finally, he just, like, screams and drops, and they're all just standing there like, holy shit, and then he stands up and keeps fighting. <laughs> and so, like, you, like that whole fight is just beautiful, but then he gets to the end of the hall, and the elevator door opens up, and it's just full of guys, and he just smiles. <laughs> God, that's so good. <laughs> oh, so, um, Dragon, Bruce Lee's story. Oh, Yeah. When, when he's fighting, I mean, there's a lot of good moments in there because I mean that's what the movie's about. Mm-hmm. But when he's fighting in the very beginning, and and the guy, and the, the sailor grabs him, and he jumps up and pushes off from his chest, and it rips his shirt off of him, and then he stands up and he hits that Bruce Lee pose, yep. and like and like the glasses are off, and you're like, oh shit, yeah, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like he's about to kick some ass, dude, and <laughs> and he just he just proceeds to just beat the shit out of those guys. Yeah, and I love it. The line where he's like, he's like, uh, when he, he tries to cut in, he's like, go on, get one of your own. He goes, she is one of my own. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's like the best, man. I, I do really like Dragon. God, I, I love Dragon and Bruce Lee's story. I get that it's not historically accurate and, you know, something's made up, but it's, it's so, oh dude. And when, in the end, when, um, he's filming, um, Enter the Dragon. And mm-hmm. this the the scene with the um where he's in the the hall of mirrors, and then and then he's sitting there and he's like he's here's a doom 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 and then the samurai comes crashing through the mirror yeah and slams yeah. into him like that is like that's awesome dude I love yeah, that yeah that's spectacular God. I mean 
that's the thing is like you're so many this um there's so many like 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 you watch a movie and you have to have those scenes and there's so many of them that are just like you see them like they just really like like they get you going which i mean it's what they're designed to do so i mm-hmm. get that but some movies do it really well and yeah. some don't you know and some like you you're there and you're you're watching it but you don't really feel anything mm-hmm. and then there's some that you know you have that that right mixture of of everything it, it doesn't always have to be like it doesn't always have to be a uh, like a a exciting like scene like where there's going to be like a lot of action or something like that mm-hmm. um uh it's uh for example um the um the scene with uh and this is not kind of a movie that you would equate with that but um uh usual suspects yep yep where when uh agent kuyan is laying everything down he's like you know it's like yeah, it was Keaton, wasn't it? The kind of guy that could do this and do this and do this and do this and everything, you know. The kind of guy that could kill Edie Finner, and he's like, Edie's dead, and he's like, yeah, and he's like, and he did like, 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 it's this that that whole thing where he's like laying everything down, is putting it all together, and then, um, and then in the end, he just goes, you know, he goes, maybe, but I'm not a rat agent, Kuyan, and he gets up and he goes fucking cops and, then he, <laughs> and he walks out like it, it's building up that tension to that moment and everything and then and then you you get that that thing it's like you're expecting you're expecting him to, to crack or to give in some way mm-hmm. and he doesn't you know yeah, and yeah. and then of course you, you you get it but even even though that's not as, as dramatic of a scene it's just though how it's laying it all down mm-hmm. and it's it's building to that payoff and then in that case, it's and a that delayed back around to like those subtle moments. Yeah, those subtle moments are what's so good. Like it doesn't always have to be this over the top badass thing. Yep. Although those are a lot of fun. You know, you know, again, the, the do your thing cuz is a lot of fun. But it's also those subtle moments of just like, oh, I'm gonna stop and take the tie. That's like, yeah, that's that's real nice. Yeah, <laughs> that's par excellence. <laughs> oh man, I that's I think that's kind of the. I don't want to say it's the mark of a great director. I'm going to say it's the mark of a great director and a great editor. Yeah. yeah. You know, to really be able to put those scenes together. Um, you know, I love a scene where, where the, like, it's, you're not expecting what's, what comes next. You're sitting there and you're watching it and you're not expecting what comes next. And then it just hits you and you're like, like, wow. Like you, you're just yeah. there. Like, well, um, I don't think you've seen Michael Clayton, have you? No. So there's a scene in Michael Clayton where it's, I think it's somewhere near the middle end. Um, uh, and he stops to, um, he's, he's driving, he's, he's going through all this stuff and he's finding out all these things. And as he's driving, it's like early in the morning and the sun's just starting to come up and he passes by this field of, of like, uh, I think they're wild horses and he stops his car. And he gets out and he slowly walks over to where the horses are and he's going over to them and he's just looking at them. He's just kind of like entranced by these wild horses. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden his car blows up. <laughs> yep. And it's just like, it's just out of nowhere. It's this nice, quiet scene. And he's sitting there and you're like, he's just looking at these horses and all of a sudden, boom, his car blows up behind him. He's like, what the fuck? Yep. And, and you're yep. not expecting it either. It's like out of nowhere. And it's... Oh, it's it's really good. Yeah, I I really like stuff like that where you're just like 
Where did that come from? <laughs> what the hell, man? Oh, man. God, I, I think it just goes back to, you know, like our love of movies. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you have to have a love for movies to really appreciate some of these things that, that happen. I mean, obviously, some of them are easier for you to appreciate than others. But yeah, yeah. They're, they're the, the moments like said, that really kind of get you pumped from your like, like, yeah, that's the shit. Kind of, kind of like me and watching like a, a, a white man can't jump, you know? I right. watch white man can jump and then the music starts playing and they're, 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 they're dribbling and the, the ball and then there's a slam dunk. I'm like, I'm like, shit, yeah, like I want to go play some ball. You know, I, I think. And then I come down. Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I think for us, it's uh, it's such a powerful thing because we also watch a lot of shit. Yeah. You know, we, we go out of our way to find really bad movies for Let's Watches and stuff. And, yeah. all, and also just, like, to play in the background while we're doing the podcast, things like that. So, like, for us, it's like we see we see how bad movies can be. So it's really, really refreshing when we see how good they can be. You know, one that I think is a really nice, it it doesn't get me pumped like it doesn't get me pumped, but it certainly like turns like like turns up the the adrenaline uh, and just kind of gets me like 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 wired. Mm-hmm. Is the first Matrix movie when they show up in the in the lobby and oh yeah, and then like Neo pulls back his jacket and the guy's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and, and then. And then, like, you know, he shoots, they shoot all of them, and then all of a sudden, all the cops come, the other cops come out there, and like, freeze! And then he just looks over at Trinity, and then, boom, they're gone different directions. Yep. And then, like, the bullets start flying and stuff like that. God, that that whole, is great. That whole scene is so, so good. Um, now, recently, fanboy, uh, Mark, uh, Weird Moves with Mark, he did a breakdown of the new Matrix, and was like, this is everything that's wrong with this movie and stuff. And he talked about this scene, how, like, the CGI doesn't quite match with it, and I mean, it doesn't, but I still love the scene so much, which is in Matrix 2, um, when Neo is talking to, um, uh, to the Oracle, mm-hmm. and then she leaves, and all of a sudden you hear, Mr. Anderson, and then the, the crows fly away, and oh, then yeah. there comes Smith, and, uh, Isn't that the point where he whips up the, rips up the street sign to fight? Uh, it's, um, it's been a hot minute since I've seen it. He, he pulls he pulls up, a, up like a pole because he's in a playground. Yeah, and he pulls yeah. up a pole and Neo does it and then like swings it around and stuff. It's got because it's got that like big chunk of concrete. Yeah, Because yeah, at one point he hits the he hits like one of the Smiths in the chest and like busts off the rest of the concrete off of it. And yeah, everything. yeah, it's good. It's yeah. real good. Oh yeah. Oh god. Then the um the the highway like scene. Oh man, yeah, that's so fun. That's so fun, dude. When when uh. When the guy's sitting there and he's watching and, uh, and he's, 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 he's like, he's like, come on, Neo, where are you? And then it, all of a sudden it's like, what's that noise? And then out of nowhere, like, you know, like the, the, the two trucks collide and then here comes Neo just, boom, just sweeping in there. Yep. Yeah. But God, that is, that, that's a, that's the amazing man. That, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, that that's a way to really build like some action dramatic tension right there. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, v for Vendetta, that's got some great moments. V for Vendetta is is really good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I mean, obviously, we we both love V for Vendetta mm-hmm. without a doubt. Um, but yeah, it's uh, well, of course, like the the badass moment is um, correction. You don't have guns; you have bullets. <laughs> 
And once you're out of the bullets, you better hope I'm not still standing, because then I will kill every last one of you where you stand. And, of course, he proceeds to kill every last one of them where they stand. (laughs) Which is followed by the, my turn. God, that's such a good badass line. Oh, so, so good. But, yeah, like, there's, there's lots of, lots of little things in there that I just love. Like, can't, can't overthrow a regime on an empty stomach. Like, that's a great line. Great, great line. Yeah, it's, oh man, there was, I, I, I know there were, there were a couple others, I was kind of looking over at my movies and everything, because there's other movies where they've got these scenes in there that really just kind of, like, really kick things up to a point where I'm like, I'm like, I'm like this is, the, this is so awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, um, I, oh, I, I'll tell you one. And I can't believe I didn't think about this earlier because I'm thinking just straight movies. Mm-hmm. And this one has a lot to do with the music. And this is one where I listen to the music like almost weekly. I listen to at least a song from the soundtrack. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, it's uh, Akira. Oh yeah. The very beginning when when uh, when Kaneda gets on his bike and he revs it up and everything, and they go tear ass in through the streets and oh, stuff. Yeah. Like that, that whole thing. Oh, that and that sideways bike slide. God, that's beautiful. Oh man, that that whole thing, man. When they're when he then they're just racing through the streets and 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 then of course them like uh yeah. It, it just I, I I don't even really know how to like describe that whole thing and the music is just because I like how they they don't just show like focus on like the bikes like going through the city and stuff because at that point it's just. Canada's gang, and mm-hmm. they haven't even encountered the clown encountered the clowns yet. It's just them going through the city, and then they they cut to like like the cityscape, you know, like yep, and yep. then they show the different scenes, and then there's that one scene, and it's it's probably like one of my my favorites is uh is the one the one uh, clown biker that falls down, and the guy comes along, and he's got the the pipe in the, his hand, the lead pipe, and he's whap, <laughs> and he just they just smacks him in the head, and just knocks the helmet right off him, like yeah. that's that's the shit right there, man. Yeah, that that is such a good opening sequence. God, it is. It's it's so badass. So so good. Um, and of course, like when when Tetsuo first starts developing his powers through the Akira, he's he's in that hospital hallway. Oh god! And you see that energy start radiating off of him, and it just depresses into the walls, and there's just perfect circles pressing into the walls from that energy field. When he when he comes when he walks out and he's like kind of stumbling down the hallway and he's sitting there and and they're, they're like you know you shouldn't be out here and he kind of looks up and the bandages are like falling like spiraling off like the top yep, of his head yeah. where they're unwrapping and and the next thing you know just <laughs> like you said there's yeah. just like that God that's so good and he's got he's got that one bandage around his neck like a scarf yeah God it's such a badass moment that it, it is that's so bad I love that. God, that but that that is one like when you've seen that you you're preparing for some for something to happen and it's it, you're not disappointed like yeah, it yeah. really kind of gets you going yeah it's very incredible <clears throat> it's interesting because like I love um I love Robocop Robocop is one of those movies that I think in my lifetime I have probably seen close to 50 times mm-hmm. you know and as much as I love Robocop, there's no moment like that. It, that, that really gets me going. It's a great movie and I love it. And it's got so many really good scenes in it. There's nothing in there that, that gets me pumped, but then it's not designed to. Right. That's right. not what it's about. Um, even the second one, which I have a fondness for, 
I'm not going to say it's a great movie. I'm not going to say it's awesome. But I do have a fondness for it. And it's got like a lot of really good scenes in it. But um, but yeah, it doesn't have anything that gets me pumped. Even though it's got some really good like fight sequences in it. Or it's just the action sequences in it. Um, I'm trying to think of something that has like a really good, like really just like hands down, like balls out, like fight sequence that, that you like, you sitting here watching it like, man, that's like, that's, that's amazing right there. Yeah. Oh, well, um, Born Identity. See, I haven't seen Born Identity yet. Really? Oh my God. I mean, like the, the plot is just okay from the Born movies, but the fight scenes are incredible. I hear that they are. Oh God. It is one of the most beautifully choreographed fight scenes I've ever seen. And this is this assassin like gets into his apartment, and I mean it is just, just like street fight techniques there, like just throwing knees and elbows. At one point, he like he like holds a magazine in front of the guy's face so he can't see where the punches are coming from, and he is just beating on him. <laughs> At one point, he stabs a ballpoint pin in between his middle and ring fingers, just like straight down into the palm. It is like brutal, brutal stuff. It's such a good fight scene. It's so so intense. You know, I, I try not to mention it, um, but uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier, when he and Winter Soldier fight on the street after after he derails the car, which mm-hmm. to me that is like probably one of the one of the coolest things that I've ever seen in a movie is when Winter Soldier is on top of the car and he reaches punches into the window and rips off the steering wheel yeah i'm like yeah that must be like what are you gonna do now like right. <laughs> you're gonna stop me that's pretty much the only thing you can do <laughs> and let's just hope that your car is properly aligned so it's not gonna start sliding off to the side or whatever because because you can't do shit else yeah you know? <laughs> and and then it's like when he and cap come toe-to-toe and like winter soldier throws a punch and cap blocks with the shield and there's just that moment where it's like a standstill where he hits the shield and they just sit there but then when they start really getting into the fight and um and like when like uh winter soldier is like he's got the knife in his hand and then he like like first he twirls a knife and then he tra- he trades hands with it right yep, to yep. get to him and stuff and then and then cap comes and hits him with that flying knee that's like this shit right there oh, like yeah. oh man that is the best i love like a good fight sequence with a flying knee that's yep, like the yep. best um, um, but that whole scene right there where they're, I mean, it's such a fast paced fight scene and it's, it's, uh, like the way it's done where you really feel that everybody there is like seriously like fighting for their lives, even though mm-hmm. when a soldier's fighting to do his job, but like, like you, like Cap's like, I'm not fighting to win. Like I'm fighting to stay alive here. This guy's like on the verge of kicking my ass and he didn't even know who it is yet. Yeah. Like that's the thing. He doesn't even know what it is. He just knows this guy is like trying to beat the shit out of him and he's getting damn close to succeeding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um I think a fight scene with a lot of heart that like all like still still gets me choked up, which you know, I mean I've I've got a lot of little movie scenes that like still get me choked up, like Sam carrying Frodo up the mountain, but um like as far as a fight scene goes, it's just like this just radiates badass is uh Princess Bride. Oh yeah. Offer me anything. <laughs> Everything you want more. I <laughs> want well, my father back, you son of a bitch. <laughs> God, that is so good. Like, that whole scene is like... Oh, man, that stirs up some emotion. I, uh, You know, what's what's great about that is when, you know... He has, when he's like... Uh, when you think he's he's dead and he's... 
and he's not, and he stands back up, and he's like, oh, I think someone's got an overdeveloped sense of vengeance. Yeah, it's going to get you killed. And then he's like, hello, my name is Negan. He's like, stop saying that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it just gets louder and louder. God, everything about that is so good. Oh, yeah, that's, that is, that's a really good scene right there. That, mm-hmm. I mean, th- to me, that one doesn't get me pumped up, but it really, like, gets me, like, like, rooting for the hero. Like, it's like, yeah. It's, it, it, it builds up this, this, like, this swell of emotion for him. Like, like, he, he he's not going to stop. He, it, like, he's, like, you can't stop him. You mm-hmm. Know? Mm-hmm. He, he can't stop. He doesn't feel pain. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think that's, like, the perfect balance of, like, a build-up and, like, good relief of just, like, yeah, he did it. Yeah. He fucking got him. It's, like, it, it's just, like, perfect. Which, I mean, I, I'd say, like, out of all oh, the movies shit. we've discussed, it's probably fair to say that Princess Bride is, like, the perfect film. <laughs> I, I can't really think of any significant flaws in it. Uh, I'll tell you I'll tell you one that uh, that I really like. Um, it's from... Uh, from uh, Star Trek Generations, hmm. it's when the Duras sisters when they when they get the um, the code to the Enterprise shields and they match the shield frequency and they start shooting through the shields and hitting the sh- and hitting the Enterprise and um, and they're like crippling the Enterprise and they've like they fucked it up. Yep. And then they find the weakness to it and they activate the cloaking device and the guy he's like he's like you know. It's like, uh, we're cloaking. And it's like, what? He goes, our shields are down. And then they cut to like Riker and he just goes, fire. And they just unload on that bird of prey yeah, and they yeah. blow the shit out of it. That is like the best thing. And then like the, you know, the ship starts going down and crashing. Like, damn, like they, like the, the ship, like the ship just slams into the planet. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, God, that, that hurts, man. But like that is like just that, that whole, the whole way that whole scene, like, uh, just plays out and then they just they just close in a Riker and he just like fire and they, they, it's just the way he says it like that's like, like badass right there oh yeah and they just blow the shit out of him and then I love how when the uh, when the photon torpedo is coming at them and they can't do anything except for just look at it and then look at each other and then boom the ship's gone like that's it it just blows up spectacular That that's so awesome right there oh yeah yeah Oh man, there, I mean, God, there's so many, there's so many, like, really good scenes in movies. Um, mm-hmm. and that, uh, so you, you know about the tie straining scene in Breaking Bad, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah I know about the tie straining scene. Cause that's a little spoilerific, but god damn, that's a good scene. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of my favorite Giancarlo Esposito moments. And, uh, it's probably one of the more famous ones, which you know, I, you know, I, I don't, I like the deep cuts. I like the stuff that like not everybody knows. But one of the more famous scenes in Breaking Bad is the "Say My Name" scene, which I don't is know that one. oh god, it's good. It's like they're they're making a deal with the distributor, and like the distributor's like, "Who the hell is this guy?" Like pointing to Walt, and Walt's like, "Oh, you know who I am." Say my name. And the guy's like, I, "I don't know who you are." He's like, "You know who I am? I'm the cook." I'm the guy who took out this kingpin and this kingpin. He just starts naming names. He's like, say my name. He's like, bullshit, you didn't do that stuff. He's like, are you sure about that? <laughs> say my name. And finally the guy's like, you're Heisenberg. And he goes, you're goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> it is such a good scene. <laughs> oh. 
I, I know there's like a ton of stuff that like we reference all the time and we're just like completely blanking on it now, but yeah. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of, um, uh, I, I'm trying to think of, um, uh, as a, Uh, but I mean, God, there's, I, it seems kind of bad that like, we're like, oh yeah, these are our favorite scenes in movies that, you know, you never forget them. Uh, what's that, what's that, what's that scene again? <laughs> <laughs> um, cause I'm trying to be, be fair. Like, we've also done like 80 movies now and it's <laughs> been an hour and a half. So I, cause I mean, there's, there are some that, um, that, uh, there's some that I'm like, well, is that, is that really a like a real standout one? I mean, because like obviously one of the first ones that came to my mind was three hundred was the 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 pit scene, you know, where yeah, he kicks yeah. the guy into the pit. This is Sparta. Yeah, I mean that's that's a great scene right there too. Um, but um, like the I love the I love the scene where the. Um, well, actually, pretty much all the fighting scenes in uh, in three hundred. God, they're beautiful. But the one where after after the arrows fly, and and they're all they're hiding, they're under the shields protecting, and then um, and then uh, they, they you know all the arrows are because what, what they call they don't call them arrows they say they say something when the arrows are flying they blow out the sun and they uh, cocktails that's yep, what it is yeah. like cocktails and they they put and then. Like he stands up and then Leonidas stands up and he takes his, his, uh, his, his, uh, spear and he just takes it and the breeze of shield and just breaks all the arrows off of it. Yeah. And, yeah. Stuff. and then, um, and then like the two, um, uh, uh, was it, uh, I'm trying to think of the, it's not, uh, it's not Stelios. It's, uh, it's the other guy when, but basically, um, oh crap. Um, actor um shit I mean, but with two of them they've got that nice slow motion tracking scene where they're mm. cutting through everybody and stuff yeah, yeah. and like in the way that they're moving where they're like watching each other's back and they move and stuff like that is such a badass scene oh yeah i love that see like my my favorite moment from 300 is like that whole meeting that he has with the uh, with the enemy king he's like you know we probably can't beat you but i can promise you one thing i will make a god bleed <laughs> It's like, oh, Neilan's going to be a problem because he uh, got this problem with my knee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, it's it starts off like so conversational, but yeah, just God, I I just love that. That like he he makes that one promise and that's what he delivers on. Like that that last moment, you just see the blood trickling down from his ear. Yeah, it's like he did it. <laughs> I will make a god king bleed. That's that. That is so great. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's just a badass line. Oh, I tell you, one of my one of my favorite lines um, in that movie is early on is when um, is uh, the queen goes, Spartan, come back with your shield or on it. Like, yep. that's bad. That's badass <laughs> right there. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a hell of a of a culture. God, I, I love that man. It's just, and I love the way in the end of that when when you think that Leonidas has given up, he's like, you know, 
he dropped his shield because it was too heavy and he threw off his balance. He took off his helmet because it blocked his his vision, his view. And like, and then that you when when the spear goes, when the shadow of the spear goes over the stairs, and it kind of like it's almost like it's kind of climbing the stairs as yep. the shadow passes. Yep. And it just it's so close, it's so close, and it just barely misses. But God, that is that is beautiful. Yeah, I yeah. mean, God, three hundred is just such a freaking great movie, man. Mm-hmm. And and then, like, Leonidas has some great lines when he's like, Immortals, we put them to the test. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's spectacular. Um, oh, shit. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Natural Born Killers. That's got a lot of really good moments. Yeah. Natural Born Killers. That's a movie I haven't seen in a long time because it's, for me, it's such a hard movie to watch. It is. It, it, it is. is. Uh, um, it's, but. I, I do I do like the scene in the uh, in the pharmacy. So oh yeah! <laughs> if I don't kill you, <laughs> I got no story to tell. Because <laughs> because the guy's so excited about everything. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, like, I like if I don't think that he would have killed him if he had been more frightened and just been like, okay, I'm doing this because I have to. But now he was just like, oh hey, look, yeah. it's Mickey and Mallory. Like this is so awesome. We have a story to tell to everybody. Blah blah. blah. It's like you are everything that. That we're, we're we're fighting against. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, I, I love how dreamy that scene is because there's just a big sign that's like snake antidote. Yeah, yeah. We we need that snake juice, man. <laughs> so like that's good, and of course I love the line, "I ain't killing nobody on my wedding day." Oh yeah, I, I like that too. Uh, that's that's beautiful. Um, uh, I like the whole conversation about key lime pie at the very beginning. Man, I ain't had a I ain't had a key lime pie in years. But did you like it then? Nah, but. Back then, I was a different person. I might like it now. Oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you a scene that it's just, this. This gets me pumped, but it, it's one that really just starts to like that kind of like put like like really just start to make like the tension set in. Mm-hmm. Um, Reservoir Dogs. Oh yeah. And it's like at the end when he's like, "Don't you point that fucking gun at my dad?" You know, like yeah, yeah. that whole that whole scene right there is just that is. Uh, that that's so great because you it's just building up and you know the way everything is slowly played out and then you know orange is a cop mm-hmm. white doesn't know it and he's sitting there he's defending him to the end is like in and like you're like you're like but but you don't want him to, to not because because orange is a good is the good guy you know yeah, and yeah it's like oh like shit and then like everything gets shot and then and then you're sitting there and he crawls over to him and he's like I'm a cop, Larry. I'm a cop, and it's like, oh, why? Like, why would you say anything, man? Just don't say shit, man. Yeah, don't, yeah. <laughs> don't say anything. Oh man, that's. Uh, but I tell you, one of the one of the scenes that this is one that like it's such a great scene. It's it's like the action is so great, and all of a sudden they just grab you by the chest and just pull you down. I. Uh, it's um. Oh shit! <laughs> I had to edit all there. Um, ah, uh, hold on, give me a minute, because um, damn it, damn it! I'm trying. To, I I know I know the movie. I'm just trying to think of the name because it was right there on the tip of my 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 brain. Yeah. And now it's gone. Um. Uh, fun, fun and games. I, it's um. Okay, hold on. Just got um. 
I don't want to have to get up and check my movie collection because I know exactly what it is that um that I want to say. Um, Sucker Punch. Oh yeah, Sucker Punch. Um, it, it, to me, the this scene is in Sucker Punch. To me, is like it's like my scrub scene. Where do you think we are? Like, yeah, it, it's like that scene where I'm like, 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 don't. Don't fucking do that to me. <laughs> like, it, everything's going so well. I love, I love everything about that. It's just kind of like when they're fighting the dragon. Um, it, they kill the dragon, then the, the dragon comes up there and bites off the back half of the plane. Yep. And yeah. and Amber goes rolling backwards and everything. She catches herself. I'm like, oh, like I, that. That's awesome. But the thing that gets me, man, is when they're sitting there and. Uh, Rocket looks at Sweet Pea. She goes, "Now don't get mad." Yep. I'm yeah. like, "Oh fuck, dude! Like don't and like that's that that just brings the whole thing just just crashing down, man." Yeah. Yep. It's it, it's it's like like you've been drinking energy drinks all day, and all of a sudden they just all wear off at the same right, time. Right. And, <laughs> and she's just like, "Now don't get mad," and it's like, "Fuck." Yep. Oh, yeah. That's one of those things where as soon as you hear that line, it's just like, "Oh no!" Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, I tell you, uh, drive, drive, drive. I don't know. With uh, with Ryan Gosling, I know of it. I just I haven't watched it. Oh man. I mean, first off, the Christina Hendricks scene, like, what the fuck, really? Yeah, she, yeah, she was, she was not a good person and everything else, but. But it's Christina Hendricks. Yeah, exactly. It's Christina Hendricks. Um, but like. Biggest tits ever. My goodness. Um, but, uh, but yet in, uh, there's a scene at the end of, uh, of it where you're sitting there and you're like, um, you're, 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 you're waiting to see, like, um, like, oh okay. Like shit. Like he's dead. Like he, he he's dead. Like that 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 sucks. Like you're sitting there and like because you don't really know what happened, but you know he was hurt real bad. And then they cut to him as like, well, fuck me. You know, it's like, <laughs> like damn it. Um, and and the thing is, it's the way that the the way that the camera just sits on him for like the longest time, and mm-hmm. you're waiting to see something happen, and then it finally dawns in that. Nothing's gonna happen, right? Like he's dead, you know. And it's like shit. But I love how how you're sitting. You're like you're like 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 oh damn, he's dead. And it's like no, 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 no. He's not dead. He's not dead. He's gonna another like forty five seconds, sixty seconds go by. It's like okay, no, he's dead. Okay, <laughs> shit. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. You know. It's like, <laughs> and the, the thing that really gets me about that movie is, is you're watching it. You've got the two brothers, the one that's played by Ron Perlman, the other one that's played by Albert Brooks, and you're like, you know, like, this is the good brother, this is the bad brother, mm-hmm. right? And and then you're like, and then all of a sudden, like, there's a record scratch, and it's like, oh, wait, no, this is the good brother, this is the worst brother. Right, and, right. <laughs> and it's like, damn it, like, that's, oof. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't seen Drive Drive as a, is, that's... You know, if, if nothing else, if I don't like Ryan Gosling for anything else, then that would be it. Yeah, <laughs> Drive would be it. Like, I mean, it's... Ryan Gosling's just a blonde Ryan Reynolds, so. Is he really? I mean, that's what I hear. I mean, well, he's no Mark Paul Gosling, that's for sure. The only thing I really know Ryan Gosling from is Lars and the Real Girl. Yeah. 
the movie that I can't even possibly begin to like accept. Like, what? <laughs> Ryan? I know, I know you said, well, no, he doesn't look like Ryan Gosling, but really, Ryan Gosling, he, he can't get a date and he's got to fuck a doll? Well, like, I mean, uh, yeah, like, I, I watched it like two or three times and just like stumbled across it. I was like, wait a minute. That's Ryan Gosling? Because, like, I, I'd seen him in an episode of Real Rob and stuff like that. And, of course, like, in interviews, it's like, no. Ryan Gosling is, like, beautiful and talented. And this guy is just, like... This guy's, like, Super Luigi here. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, like... I'm, I'm, like, the opposite, opposite of, like, Ryan Gosling. Like, people, like, when I have a girlfriend, people are like, that's not real. That's... Do-. They, they, they pull her hair. She's like, what the fuck's your problem? Like, oh, shit, it's real. Like, <laughs> like she's a real person. <laughs> And, they, and, they, and you know, then they walk away and I just see them like pull $5 out of their pocket to give it to somebody as they're walking by. But like, oh, wow, thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, that was that was well worth it. <laughs> uh, and that, that, that's primarily why whenever I do date like somebody, I always end up dating white girls because if I date a black girl, I'm like, oh, that's your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> you know? and yeah, okay. Yeah, that, that, that's it exactly. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I, um, so I was just gonna, like, like Sucker Punch, Sucker Punch has got some great scenes in it anyway. And of mm-hmm. course, you know, there's really, you know, we've talked about really good scenes in here, but like that one right there is just like, like, wow. But it's when it has, it's the opposite of like getting you pumped. It's when it just like all of a sudden just pulls you down like shit, but yeah, yeah. It, it's still that, that emotion right there where yeah, that happens, yeah. um, is, is really nice. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what else you got, man? Anything? Um, trying to think. Um, hmm. I'm, I'm trying to like trying to run through some of like the horror movies and stuff I've seen. Um, I, I do like. Uh, I believe it's Spider Man too. When they're like carefully now, he's a hero. Oh, when they're pulling him off the uh, off the front of the train. Yeah, yeah, I, I love that. That that little line is really really good. Like, he's, he's like, "Use your mask." He dropped it. <laughs> I, I believe that's actually Tobey Maguire's brother. Huh. Um. So yeah, that's that's pretty solid. Um. You know, like I don't I don't want to just keep falling back on like Scott Pilgrim and Baby Driver and uh, Clockwork Orange because that's like. That's 99% of our stuff. And, of course, you know, it's crazy. We've gone an hour and 45 minutes. We haven't quoted Fight Club yet. But, like, the whole the whole movie. Yeah. You know, it's like everything about Fight Club is is comprised of those little moments that we love. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, even a... Uh, for Fight Club, it's, it's, it's one of those where... It, it has a different effect to me to where, like, I, it really does a good job of slowly, like, reaching in and grabbing a hold of you and then saying, um, and then you, you're like, you're sitting there and it, it's like, you know, you know, we have no great war, no great depression. Our war is a spiritual war. Our great depression is our lives. You're like, hey, yeah. And it's like, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, don't you want to feel alive? And you're like, I, I do want to feel alive. Like, yeah, like, right. <laughs> I, I, I do want to feel alive. I do, you know, it's, everything is like, you know, when it was all over, like nothing was solved, but nothing mattered. I'm like, like, yeah, I, I, like, when was the last time I was in a fight? Like, I, 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 I don't know. Like, I, that, that does have an effect. I mean, it really does. 
Um, but I can't think of like a particular like thing in there that uh, I think I would say that really kind of gets me. Will be one that I would say that really kind of like makes me makes me think or like kind of it really has like a like a serious effect on me. Yeah. Um, I mean, it changes for me every year. That's why I watch it again every year. Well, so, um, I am. You know, there's something about Fight Club that when when I watch it, like it's um, it it taps into so many things. Mm-hmm. One of the um, one of the things it taps into is this sense of, and I'm not sure if you can relate to this or not, but there's a sense of of exclusion mm-hmm. amongst a, amongst a, a, a people, a group of people that you feel. Um, are like like the only people that you feel connected to, mm-hmm. and then suddenly you feel like you're on the outs with them. Like you're not, like, like you're like you're not really a part of them anymore. Like right. they carry on without you just fine. Right. And it's when Jack the narrator comes home, and everybody's there, and um, and they're all like having his like, and they're all like having beers and stuff like that, and it's like, and and then they're watching the news, and he's like. What did you guys do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, wait, why am I not a part of this? You know, right, it's like, right. it's like, why am I now now no longer considered a part of the group anymore? Like, what yeah. did I do to get cast out? I don't it's think like, I did anything. Not only was I excluded, but I didn't even realize I was being excluded. Yeah, you know, it wasn't it wasn't like, oh, hey, dude, um, we're we're hanging out and you're not invited. It was just like, you guys have been hanging out all this time. Yeah, what? So yeah, yeah, no, I get that. I mean, you know, like, like I said, the the focal point of Fight Club changes for me every every year that I watch it. Like this year, the line that really stood out to me is, um, "Marla's philosophy is that she could die at any minute. The tragedy is that she didn't." Yeah, <laughs> like that. It's like, damn, yeah, I, mood. I get that. I, feel <laughs> that. I mean, the line that I probably have gone back to more than any of the others in the past three years has been, "You have to accept the fact that God does not." like you he never wanted you in all probability he hates you <laughs> this is the worst thing to happen it isn't we don't need him yeah. we don't agree fuck damnation man fuck redemption if we're gods that wanted children so be it <laughs> now what you're feeling is premature enlightenment <laughs> <laughs> and of course in the past week i've uh, really fallen back on we just had a near life experience yeah <laughs> i have thought about that on the daily for reasons <laughs> yeah um Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it, there's so many, there's so many moments in that, that, um, um, that, that just really kind of like, I guess, ring out and I'm just, and where I, I, I don't know when I'm sitting there and I'm watching it. Sometimes you just don't want to admit certain things to yourself, you know, and you you yeah, just yeah. watching like okay, and then there's other times where you're sitting here like okay, I I really have to I have to just admit that yeah, this 
is me. Like they're talking about me here, right? You know, right. Um, and that's and that's just like, like I said, you don't you don't really want to. At least I don't want to admit it to myself. Like, yeah, okay, you guys are <laughs> you guys are talking about me. Like that's this is clearly aimed at me. Well, that's because you haven't hit bottom yet. So, no, I haven't. Yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah, it's no, only no, after no. you've lost everything that you're free to do anything. And you know, that's... It's a very nebulous movie. Like, it, it's just... You, it, you can watch it so many times and so... You get so much more different things out of it every time. I, I completely agree with the with that line. It was like, you know, it's only after... When you've lost everything, it's free to do anything. I completely agree with that line, but... At the same time, though, I'm not ready to let go of everything. Right, right. You know, I'm, I'm not. Like, I've got some stuff there. I'm like, okay, I'm not ready to, to just let all this stuff go. And, <laughs> and Well, you lost a lot of solutions to modern living. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and, because, I, I guess the thing is, like, okay, so when you do, when you do let go of all that, like, what do you do? You just end up replacing it. You know, like you let it, you let it go just so you can like, break, like put it all back again, mm-hmm. so you can like let it go again, right? I mean, because that's ultimately what's going to happen. Like I'm going to let it go, um, and then bring it all back, like you, because that's what 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 we do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because we've got that IKEA nesting instinct. Because because like it's only after we lost everything, we're free to do anything. But what is it that we want to do? Well, I want to become this person, that person. Like, right, I don't, right. you know, do you really want to just be free? Like, I don't know. Uh, like, maybe, yes, no, <laughs> I I don't. I, I think that's one thing about, about Fight Club that, that really pulls at me. Um, yeah. Is that I, I'd love to have that kind of freedom. But at the same time, I don't know what I would do with it. Right. Like, uh, I mean, I, I know what I would do with it. It's just like... You know, my, my whole thing is, like, I I want to make a living off of my art and stuff, but it's like, I want to be doing that because I want to. Right. Not because I have to. Like, my whole life I've been working to live, and, or, and it's just like, you know, no, you know, I, I don't want it to be this thing where it's like, if you stop moving, you die. Right. It's like, you know, we, we weren't, we were never meant to have to, to be that way. Yeah, I I would agree. Yeah, it's it's just disheartening. Like we we've both had so many conversations about like, well, literally all I've done in the past month has been work, mm-hmm. and I feel like I haven't done enough of that. And it's like that's that's just so so damn stressful. It's uh yeah I'm I'm right there with you, man. Because it's it's weird. Like you you get into this this state where like you. You start working and and it takes over everything because like you can't do anything without it. Like mm-hmm. we were talking, you know, before about how like when when is when is enough enough? Like when is it when you have enough money that you can say I have enough and like I don't need to try to to I don't I don't need any more money. I can't. I, 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 I can't do anything more mm-hmm. than I can do with what I have right now. But unfortunately for the majority of people, it's like, I, 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 it's not that I still don't have enough, but like, I'm working to afford what I have, 
But then what I have makes me have to work more to keep it. Yep. And because so now you have bills or payments or whatever. Right. And it's it's just it's kind of odd that you get into the situation where it's not even that that you're living outside your means, but you get to a point where it's like, okay, everything that I'm doing here, I've gotta make it I've gotta make it worth something. Like mm-hmm. I'm working all this time here. I've gotta I've gotta have something that says that, you know, this is this is what I have to show for it. Right. You know? Right. This is what I have to show for everything I've been doing. And so then you go out there and you do something like you buy yourself like a like a PS5 or you, you know, like, oh, I've always wanted a car that had, you know, like, like heated seats or something. You know, I work all the time. I've earned it. But then when you do that, now I have to work harder and mm-hmm. more to pay for it. So I really haven't treated myself i've actually just damned myself more yeah yeah it's like you've made it that much harder yeah and and then you get to a point where just to maintain or to try to get ahead like now i have to work more so now this thing that is supposed to help me make my life better i become dependent on Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and and i and i hate it and i hate the fact that i have to have it i have to have this yep yeah uh, it's yeah, it's oh, yeah sucks. Like, and I think Fight Club really kind of brings that brings that out when it's like I have to have this mm-hmm. in order to 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 just survive. Yeah, it's not, it's not even to live; it's just to survive. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean that's that's the thing, and that was like a big uh, a big part of like the decision to move away from printer fixes for a while. It was like you know. I'm getting paid for 40 hours, but I'm working a hell of a lot more than 40 hours. And it's like, well, the money's great. And it's like, yeah, but is it necessary? It's like, well, it funds my lifestyle. It's like, okay, but is the lifestyle necessary? Are you actually benefiting from this? Right. Because it's killing you. And it's like, well, yeah, now, now that I think of it, I, like, I go to bed exhausted at night. But I'm so exhausted and so stressed out that I can't even unwind enough to get a decent night's sleep. Like, it's just, it's a terrible way to go through life. Dude, I, you would not believe how many times I've gone to bed and I've dreamed that I've been at work. Mm-hmm. I have had dreams where I'm at work, and this is no bullshit. I have had dreams that I'm at work trying to solve, like, a problem. And I'm working, I'm, I'm reading stuff, I'm working through, I'm trying to figure this thing out. And I'm just, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm like... And, and then I wake up and I realize that, that I'm not, I haven't been at work. It's all been a dream. And the problem that I've been trying to solve isn't even actually a real problem. It's not even a problem at all. Mm-hmm. Just my mind's been running the whole time. And by this time, it's actually time for me to get up and go to work. And I'm like, fuck, I've been at work for the past eight hours. Yep. yep. It's like, not really, but in my head, I have been, I'm like, shit. Yep. You know? And, and it's nothing worse than like, in my mind, I've been at work trying to fix a, solve a problem that isn't a problem that doesn't really exist. <laughs> that never needed to be fixed. Right. And I'm like, that's, that, gee, thanks, brain. <laughs> Anytime, guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, geez, whiz. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy, but yeah, like, I, I figure, I figure one of these days, you know, one of these days I'll be brave enough to, to like, go all out and just make soap. 
and, and like squat in a rundown house. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like it, Fight Club brings out a lot of stuff in me, and mm-hmm. and you watch it, and like so sometimes I I I want to like I I was like I want to take part in a Fight Club. I want to I want to do that, but even then, I think that my reasons for wanting to do that are are not the the right reasons like you know like saying fight club is like nothing is resolved nothing matters like mm-hmm. you know it wasn't it wasn't about winning it was about feeling alive and and i don't think that i'm really there yet i think for me if i want it's like what i want is to feel like i'm in control like take control to be on top to be in charge yeah, yeah. and that's not what it's about and i'm like shit that's <laughs> that's kind of what i want but at the same time i'm like you know, like I don't want somebody to bust my nose. You know? I, I, don't, I don't want to have like like my the, my the, my cheeks split open like from you know from the corner of my mouth to like my, my ear. Like I don't want that. <laughs> See, I I feel like I feel like I could do it right. I feel like I could do it for the reason of just like basically cleansing yourself and finding out something about yourself. And and maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe I'm just totally like. Like overestimating my capabilities, yeah. But it's like you know, having been in an, auto, in an automobile accident, it's like I now know exactly what my brain goes through when it is fully convinced that I'm going to die. Yeah. Like I was in a situation where I was 100 percent convinced this is it. I'm not walking away from this, and I still do not know how I wound up walking away from that. It's like so now I've I've kind of got a good grasp on how how i would actually face death it's like I'd, i would i would be very keenly interested in doing the fight club thing which it's funny because camelot was talking to our scottish friend he was like what you mean you've never been in a fight and camelot was like no i, I went out of my way to avoid that and he was like most people do yeah he was like well what about a Comey? has he been in a fight he's like i don't think so i know he knows a lot about fighting but i'm pretty sure he's gone out of his way to avoid it he's like well, if I ever come to America, I'm going to kick both your asses. You need to get in a fight. It's like, okay, that's good to know. So Camelot was telling me that. He was like, I've worked really hard not to get into a fight because I know if I get into a fight, somebody's going to die. It's either going to be me or them. Right. It's like, if I'm going to be in a fight, it's going to be for the purpose of killing somebody. I was like, I would love it if the first thing he did when he got off the plane was just punch me right in the face. It's like, that's exactly what Fight Club is all about. I was talking to somebody, and we're like way off subject here, but right. <laughs> I was talking to somebody recently, and I was like, hey, um, like, like, I, I'm not trying to come across as like a badass. I'm, I'm not, because, I mean, I haven't been in a fight in a long time, and I'm not the strongest person out there. I'm not the fastest person out there, but it's going to get, if I'm in a fight with somebody, and if I were in a fight with somebody... My whole thing is, is, is the, I don't, I don't want to be in a fight. I don't want to be in a fight. I, I want to, to separate myself from this situation as quickly as possible, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what I want to do. And, and that, that's it. That's my entire purpose in this fight is to separate myself from the situation as quickly as possible. Now, how fast I can do that depends on two things. One, it depends on the person that I'm fighting, you know, and two, it depends on, you know, how good I am at doing that. Mm-hmm. But 
if it looks like I'm going to have difficulty separating myself from you because you won't let me, like, I just want to, like, you know, my whole thing is, like, I want to incapacitate you because hopefully I wouldn't be the one starting to fight, just rocking around just starting to fight for no reason. So in this case, I'm assuming that someone is, is starting trouble with me. Um, so is to incapacitate you as quickly as possible so that I can step away. Right. If I can't do that or you won't let me get away, then my next thing is, well, all I want to do is get away. If you won't let me get away, then I have to kill you. Right. To get away because, uh, because I've already said, I just want to extricate myself from this, from this thing and you won't let that happen. That's still my main goal, but it's in one of two ways. Either I'm going to do it because I can, you know, and, and, and you'd be solely alive or I'm going to have to do it with you being dead. Either way, my goal is to get away from you. Right. It right. doesn't mean I'm going to succeed. It doesn't mean I'm going to oh, look at me. I'm a badass. I'm going to just go up and like, no, it, that's not what it is at all. It's like, those are my two things. My first one is to do it with you still alive. My second one is to do it with you dead. Right. Right. Overall though, my goal is to not be in a fight. Right. Period. Yeah. You know, and, but it's really going to depend upon the person that I'm, that I'm, you know, in an altercation with as to which, you know, route I'm going to have to go. And you see, it's, it's not even a matter of I'm going to kiss. Like, that's my mindset. If I can't get away, then I have to do this. Right. Right. And, you know, it's like, I, I, and the thing is like, if, if I, and if I know that that's how my viewpoint in it, then that just further like, uh, solidifies my view of, I don't want to be in a fight. Right. right. I don't. They, they, I, I just don't. Because like, if, if that's how I, if that's how I'm going to view it, then neither one of those are really acceptable for me. Cause again, I don't want to, when I'm talking about incapacitating somebody, I'm talking about like, you know, breaking your ankle, you know, right, like, yeah. you know, like dislocating your, 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 your elbow or your knee, something to where you can't come after me. So if I decided to run, you're not running after me, right, you know, yeah. that kind of thing, you know, because that's what I'm looking. I'm looking at here. I mean, I don't give a shit if, like, if you're like, oh, look at the baby run, yeah, but uh, I'll be able to run tomorrow too, and the day after that, and the day after that, I don't give a shit. I'm like, obviously, if we're in a fight, I don't know you. I don't normally get into fights like this with people that I know. You know so, so I don't give a shit what you think about me. <laughs> Are you kidding me? So, so yeah, I don't, I don't care what you say about me, but yeah, they, my goal is like, yeah, like, like wings don't fail me now, batty, 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 and, and I'm gone. And so, like, yeah, that's I'm like, okay, but yeah, like I said, and and I know when you when you start talking about that, it's like people are like, oh, you just think you must be a tough guy. Like again, that's not what it's about. It's about me, like how how am I viewing the situation, mm-hmm. and I can only view it through like you know like one of two set of eyes. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, and you know, and I think that's with like I said with um with something like Fight Club where I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh man, um, like where how do I want to how do I want to approach this or like, if if there was a Fight Club, would I be going into this for all the right reasons? And I think like as of right now, like no, I probably wouldn't be, because for me it's like I I'm in such desperate need to to like gain control of my life again, right? That it's 
it's not there. You know, I feel like I feel like nobody would go into Fight Club on their first fight for the right reasons. But it's after you've had that first fight when you realize, oh yeah, nothing actually matters. Like that's that's like kind of the whole reason that it even exists in the first place. So like I'm sure most of the people who went into Fight Club at the beginning was just like, yeah, I'm gonna go there, I'm gonna kick ass. So I feel like a man. Yeah, and and that's why it's you know you know, an eighth and final rule. It's your first night of Fight Club. You have to fight, right? Because yeah. you have so many people that would go up there and be like, yeah, and then they look like, no, I'm gonna back out. Like, nope, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Nope, yeah. you're here now. Yeah, <laughs> you are in here. Yeah, it's it's great. It's like I mean, that's the thing. It's like. You're there to learn something about yourself. Mm-hmm. That's that's so much of what it even exists to be. And that's why it's like, yeah, you've got this guy who can't remember if you ordered black pins or blue pins, mm-hmm. but he was a god for for a solid minute. And when you try to make you a local food court. Plus, that's one of my favorite cinematography tricks in that scene. Just like when a person falls and the camera follows them so they're perfectly upright and the floor comes up to meet them. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Like that, the way that camera follows him as he drops, that's beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you know, we, we kind of like Fight Club kind of brought us back to a whole different thing here, but, um, but always yeah, does. It's, you know, that I, I, I we really are want, two I, minutes in, uh, two hours in, I mean. I really wanted to think of something like uh, something in Fight Club that really just kind of like, kind of like like yeah that it gets me going, but I I really can't think of anything. Um, um, it's uh, you're not your job, you're not your car, you're not your fucking khakis. <laughs> really, all singing, all dancing, crap of the world. Um, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> now it's just. Um, Yeah, not, nothing that really kind of like. I mean, there's there's some some really good lines and things like, but nothing I think that really just like pumps me up. I just I sit there and I watch and I just I just feel like the whole thing. I yeah, just feel the yeah. whole movie. It's just an experience. It is for me. It is. Oh, I mean, I I, I have yet to have talked to. A man who has not been like very deeply affected by that movie. I think if you actually watch it for what it is and you listen to it for what it is, like you, you have to be, you have to be affected by it. I mean, yeah, because it's it. I mean, it it's much different from the book, but it speaks directly to you, and mm-hmm. it's like, hey, like I feel, I feel exactly what you're, what you're going through. I, I feel the same way. And the thing is, even though the movie has an answer in real, in, in truth, it was like, we, I don't have an answer for you. Right. Like the movie, excuse me, God, I apologize. Um, like the movie has an answer, but it's not a realistic answer. You right. Know? Right. Like <laughs> it's, it's like, cause the truth is like, I really don't have an answer for you. Like there's nothing there. And, and even when you think about it, like, you think about something like, you know, like all the guys that came back from World War Two and it's like, you know, and and they were men. It's like, really? Because if, I think if you ask any of them, none of them would say, yes, after this ex- experience, I feel like a man. Right, right. They were like, I I, I don't know if they, they would say what they would feel like anything, you know, like I, 
I, I don't know. Like, you know, but I would not say this experience made me a man. Right. You know? If anything, it probably stripped away everything they thought being a man was. And now they're trying to, like, you know, just trying, trying to like, put it all back together again. Yeah, just trying to rebuild. Hmm. And I think that's one of the reasons why when we watch a movie and we get so pumped up by it, because it, it kind of fills that that void in us of um, of like who we are and who we want to be, because we we have an idea of who we want to be, mm-hmm. but we really don't know. Like for like in Fight Club, he's like you know, no no people do it all the time. You know they see themselves where they'd like to be. You know, none of them have the, you know, the courage you have to just run with it. But it's like, but at the same time, you're like, I, like you hear what I say, like, I wish I was that kind of person that, you know, that just said what was on my mind and didn't take other people's into consideration, other people's feelings in consideration. And, you know, and didn't think about the consequences of what I said. Like, if they don't like it, you know, fuck them. Like, yeah. But in reality, no. Yeah, right. Like, no, because there's sometimes you say shit that you're like, oh, I didn't really mean that. You know, it's like that was said because I was feeling X way or, you know, whatever. Like, I didn't mean that. But if you say if you're like, yeah, I'm going to be that kind of person. And you say shit that you don't really mean. And then once you say things, you can't take them back. Mm-hmm. So, like, do you really want to be that person? Uh, yeah, well, no, not really. Right, you know? right. So, I don't know. Like, and so I think it's what it's like. I, I don't really know sometimes who I really want to be. Right, like, yeah. I, I want to be this person and that person and that person. Yeah. I I, th- I think it's a situation where, like, I think if people just straight up idolize Tyler Durden, then you're missing the point of the movie. Mm-hmm. But uh, at the same time, it's like, you know, there there is a lot to glean from that. Right. There's, there's, there's a lot to take away from the movie. But yeah, so we're like uh, we're a little over two hours in. Um, man, we didn't we didn't like slow down at all during that whole thing. Yeah, I guess we did, huh? So that's that's pretty solid. And you know what's going to happen is as soon as we hit stop, it's going to be like shit. Uh, I didn't have that one line for Karate Kid. <laughs> oh yeah, that 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 always happens. You're like, oh damn it, like you know. <laughs> Hey, wait, I, I, I was like, I forgot about that one. I forgot about that one. Um, that, that line that they said about Daniel Sensei in the third movie, that, was, that always gets me hyped. <laughs> wait, what, what about teacher being nothing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see, how, you see how, how, I, how I expertly danced around that? <laughs> Very delicately, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And I, I know it's horrible, but I do find that line to be so funny because it's like, I've never, I never heard that term before. And, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, really? That's just the, that's the word you want to use for that? Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I remember the first time I, I saw that scene. <laughs> just like, kind of like slowly leaning into the TV, like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they, they really do be saying all that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right there, folks. That was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give them a hand. <laughs>